0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Monday, January 18th. This is gonna be a rough week, I think, but you know what we're gonna do today? We're gonna answer listener questions and you guys have a lot of them. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. You guys are sending me questions fast and furious. For those of you who are brand new to the Heidi St. John podcast, uh, this is called Off the Bench for a reason. My goal here is to get you guys off the bench and onto the battlefield, off the sidelines and onto the front lines of the culture. And I like answering your questions here. We do it usually one day a week, sometimes more depending on what I've got going on. Uh, But you can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And so if you want to leave a question, that's how you do it. You can also do it by going to Anchor. So that's anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message and you can leave a voicemail there. All right, today I'm going to talk about your questions. But before I do that, I want to say thank you to Laura from Suffolk, Virginia, Heather from Newark, Ohio, and Cora from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, who is a returning donor. And she said, Heidi, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. You encourage me daily in my walk with Jesus. You guys, your donations, your letters, uh, I wanted to let you know, I have been reading them obviously now for quite some time. And we we got probably uh, over a thousand of them. And I've been going through kind of slowly because I wanted to look at every single one of them. Some of you guys wrote me, you know, letters that were two pages, sometimes three pages long. Some of you just put little notes in. Some of you put cards and pictures. Almost all of you had a picture of your families. And uh, I have been just moved to tears over a lot of them. So Thank you very much. Keep them coming. Thank you for those of you who have been sending in donations to the ministry. You are what is uh, really God is using to support this ministry and keep it on the air in times like these. I wanted to also say we are making every effort to move off of Facebook and off of Instagram. Right now we have our own platform at MomStrong International. There are forums there as well. And so for those of you who are members at MomStrong International, please start using those forums. My husband, actually, for the last five years has been working on a database that we would own. It would be our own. And uh, it will be a way for us to communicate with you that is being used right now with the Friendly Planet Homeschool Resource Center. Very soon, we're gonna transition into moving uh, moving pieces into MomStrong International. And so if you guys wanna keep up with me, that's how you do it. We are watching the voices of conservatives like myself being silenced on the regular. And so if you are concerned about that, and I know a lot of you are, uh, please sign up for my email list. And you can do that by just going to HeidiStJohn.com, look at the top, um, the menu there, and just click on how you can stay in touch with me. Please, 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 I can't stress it enough, sign up for our email list. If we disappear tomorrow off of social media, or if apple or itunes or whatever decides they're not going to carry my podcast and i just disappear off the air you will need to be connected with me through my email and then we will go from there kind of tell you what we're doing also we've been encouraging people either to download telegram or um Telegram's a really good one, and also Signal. These are messenger apps for your phone that we've been using for quite a while. I'm relatively new to Telegram, but I've been using Signal for a while. These are secure apps that you guys can message with, and they, are, they operate very much like just regular ordinary text messaging, uh, but they're encrypted. It's just a safer way to communicate. A lot of the questions I'm getting from you right now have to do with safe and secure communication. A lot of you frustrated by what you see happening, this is kind of what we warned about right? This is what we've been saying. If the left gets control of all three houses of government, all three branches of government, look out. And uh, it looks like that's that's the direction that we're headed. You guys have heard me talk about this last week. I'm gonna keep talking about it this week. The Bible says that our trust is in the Lord. Some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we, the children of God, trust in the name of the Lord. And we re- that's what we want. And so I'm gonna just encourage you to trust in the Lord Uh, get off the mainstream media and encourage each other. Find your, if you haven't like just written down names and phone numbers, things that are off of your phone, off your devices, make a list, do that. We did that last week with our family. Just to have them handy is a really, really good thing to do. All right, I'm gonna start answering your questions and you guys have been talking about so many things here. A lot of your questions still have to do with masks and I'll pick up some of those today. And a lot of what's happening in your uh, in your churches, which I find fascinating, I think the Lord has shaken up his church. He's shaken the church up. And so if your church is being sh- uh, shook right now, uh, I think that's okay. I think that's okay. All right, first question comes from Holly in Newton, Iowa, who wrote, hi, Heidi, my husband and I pulled our children from Christian schooling due to a mask mandate. Good for you. Uh, we did not see how paying $1,300 a month just to mask our children be beneficial in any way. Absolutely not money well spent. Since you are seasoned homeschool pro, oh wow, that's so sweet, I'm a homeschool pro, uh, what do you recommend for curriculum or materials? All right, so a couple of things I would say, Holly, right off the top of my head. Go to uh, learnathome.today. In the beginning of the RONA, I recorded several videos and we're gonna start adding to those uh, curricula that I really like. And I'm gonna make a list of just my favorites. I actually haven't done it for a, quite a while, but I'm gonna be doing that. So go at learnathome.today and uh, give me a little bit of time, but I'm gonna put my favorite curricula up there. I am a very eclectic homeschooler. So I like all kinds of things. And you're gonna find you know, that for me, uh, to give out my recommendation, I never followed one particular curricula all the way through. I did lots of different kinds and have, you know, and that's worked well for our family. I think, you know, different curriculums work in different seasons. So learnathome.today. And also if you just search com. Or just, you know, get onto Start Page or whatever. Get away from Google, you guys. Download Start Page. That's probably my favorite one. DuckDuckGo, I've heard rumored to be bought out by Google, but I'm not for sure. But if you go to Start Page and you just type in the search engine, Heidi St. John curriculum, you will see that I've written about this ad nauseum. All right. And I will continue to do it. So I'm going to make a new and updated list because we're getting so many questions. But Holly, I hope that points you at least in the right direction. Start with something really simple reading, writing, and arithmetic. And also, the history of our country. Uh, Do that too. The history of our country. (laughs) This is going to be important. All right. uh, Next one comes from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I love Coeur d'Alene. Heidi, what are your thoughts on today's Christian music? Well, I have lots of thoughts on this. My husband was a worship pastor for 20, 20 some odd years. And I've heard a lot of you talk to me about Bethel and how, you know, in Hillsong, and obviously we're seeing a lot of root rot in Bethel and Hillsong. But can I just tell you right now that just because uh, the messenger walks away from the message doesn't mean that the message was wrong. There are a lot of songs in in both Hillsong and Bethel that I really appreciate. We are working at teaching our children some of the uh, older songs now. And also I would say, you know, stop and listen. Is the worship music that you're listening to directed at you or is it directed at God? Worship is worship of God. It's not worship of human beings or worship of how, you know, I, I what I really don't like is the songs that sound like love songs. You know, I could, you know, hum a couple of them off the top of my head. They kind of feel like sappy love songs. Uh, you know, the older songs in many, many ways, and I don't think this is you know, exclusively for older songs, but you're gonna notice right away that they were very rich in theology. We're struggling with that right now. And so I might actually make a list. We talked about making a Spotify list. Would you guys let me know if that's something you'd like us to do? We thought about making a Spotify list of just music that was, you know, ministering to the soul. I will say this right now, and I'm, you know, I'm a Dan Fogelberg girl. I really like, you know, James Taylor and Fleetwood Mac and all this. you know, the music, but I'm kind of an old soul with my music that way, kind of a seventies girl. But uh, lately I have been finding myself really wanting to listen almost exclusively to Christian music. And I think that's the Holy Spirit. And so, uh, I'm not, I'm not one, I know a lot of people are like, you know, today's Christian music is garbage. I'm not really one to throw the baby out with the bathwater. If I hear a song, there's a one, I think I've told you by Bethel on their victory album called The Goodness of God. I could listen to that all day long. So, um, you know, ask the Lord to help you. You gotta be... You gotta be discerning. Next one comes from Cynthia in Millington, Tennessee. She said, Heidi, I've been shopping in the county next door because they don't have a mask mandate. Lucky you, we're ours is statewide here, Cynthia. Uh, But they reinstated one on December 8th and it goes until January 31st. I'm really starting to suffer from depression and anxiety because I feel like I can't go out and go shopping or do much of anything. Do you have suggestions on how to help beat those feelings down? Uh, Cynthia, can I just say right now that what you're feeling, you are not alone. A lot of people are feeling that way. This is my one of my issues with the mask mandates is that uh, it is ushering in an, a depression and an anxiety. We are not meant to see people with face diapers on their faces. We are meant to show smiles. We are meant to be able to communicate with each other. One of the things that I have done is search far and wide around here for places that do not require me to wear a mask. And Melissa was here with me over this last weekend and we were talking about, she said, you really should put videos up of you in stores without masks where you have a good experience instead of just a bad one, which is kind of what I do. Like if someone yells at me, I'm, that's what I wanna talk about. But I would say 90% of the time, well, maybe not, 80% of the time, when I go into a store without a mask, they leave me alone. Uh, the, my local Walmart here in Battleground, Washington is really good about it. Uh, we haven't gotten any grief there. Most of the time, our local Fred Meyer here in Battleground is pretty good. Um, but I would say start going in without a mask. And I think if we don't do it, everybody's afraid of being yelled at, right? The store owners are afraid of being sued. The, the um, patrons are afraid of being yelled at. Almost nobody that I know is afraid of the Rona. We're afraid of the government that would be tyranny when the government fears the people you got freedom when the freedom when the people fear the government you have tyranny that's what we're living in right now the other thing that i would say i'm trying really hard to stop using amazon now that we see how completely communist and socialist they are in nature we're looking for other ways to uh you know companies that we can start buying from so that we're not dependent on amazon um You know, and and I think, you know, finding people that you can go shopping with. But uh, turn up your worship music, Cynthia. This is what I've been telling people. A lot of times when I go to the store, I've got my earbuds on and my worship music is playing. And I'm just like, I pray before I go shopping. Like, Lord, just help me. So like I quit going to Costco, but I had to go the other day because I had a $400 credit. Well, I'm not just gonna throw it away because I won't wear a mask. You see what I'm saying? So I put a mask on as much as I hate it. So that I could get my $400 credit so that when I quit shopping it at, at Costco, they don't take my $400 credit too. <laughs> Does that make sense? And so encouraging each other, staying in your Bible, I think because the spiritual darkness around us is so uh, is advancing so rapidly right now, people feel frustrated. And can I just say, instead of feeling frustrated by it, turn to God's word, I'm preaching to myself right now to be in the word more, to be uh, aware of what God is doing, to be asking the Holy Spirit to help you. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. He really does comfort us. So Cynthia, turn to the Lord, get a group of people around you who are like-minded, keep their phone numbers on a piece of paper instead of in your phone. I mean, honestly, you guys, I didn't even know my kids' phone numbers, right? Five of my kids have their own phones now. I didn't know their numbers. I had to write them down. So uh, this don't let it take you off, off, uh, off guard, okay? Keep a list where your stuff is actually uh, written out, all right? So uh, these are really great questions. We're gonna take just a minute now and I'm gonna play a couple of questions that have come in off of anchor.fm. So uh, you guys, if you wanna have your question played uh, here at the Heidi St. John Podcast, leave us a voicemail. If we like the question, we'll play it online. All right. I'm going to play a voicemail to you from Megan. Megan in North Carolina. Let's play the message and then I'll answer it.
1: Hey, Heidi. This is Megan from North Carolina. I'm a homeschooling mom of three. And I want to say thanks for your podcast. I love it. My husband and I both listen to it and my kids listen to it sometimes. And we just all love it. And we appreciate you and your whole team. So thank you. Um, My question is about masks. So I am immune compromised I've got a pretty severe form of inflammatory bowel disease. So if I get COVID, it could put me in a situation where I have to have my whole intestine removed because I wouldn't be able to get the fast-acting medicine to stop you know, my body from fighting itself pretty badly. So I wear an N95 when I go into public places. I don't wear a mask if I'm outdoors, but I generally am not around a lot of people. So what are your thoughts on people like me who are immune-compromised wearing masks? Um, I don't believe it should be mandated, but, you know, that's where we are. So what do you think?
0: Thanks. All right. So Megan's asking if she should wear a mask. And I was talking to my husband about this, you know, because we sit and listen to these also these voicemails. Obviously, Megan, thank you, Megan, by the way, for uh, writing in. That was a really sweet message. And I see that you're saying you're immunocompromised. And I think my message on this has been the message from the very, very beginning. I would ask you, did you wear a mask before when people were sick around you? It sounds like you probably did. Then I would still be doing that. My beef is not with people who are immunocompromised wearing masks when they think that there's the potential of a virus that could actually do them harm. And this would be true for anyone whose immune system has been compromised. I don't care if you're in the middle of chemotherapy or whatever it is. Uh, and if that makes you feel safer and if you're if, you know if that's what your doctor instructed you to do then then by all means my issue, with this whole thing and the mask mandates and everything. And by the way, our crazy governor in in Washington state just extended our state of emergency here indefinitely. Let that sink in. The House of Representatives in Washington state has allowed our governor to to keep us in this so-called state of emergency indefinitely. This is criminal and this is my problem with it. We're not in a state of emergency. Not all of us are in a state of emergency and this is a control mechanism. It's, um, it's amazing to me, it's evil on its face and that's really my issue. So my issue isn't with people wearing masks, my issue is with masks being mandated where there's no science to back it up. So uh, Megan, I wouldn't have any problem with you at all wearing a mask my problem comes when we're having healthy people who don't need to wear masks wearing masks and all of a sudden it's a virtue signaling and if you don't you want to kill your grandma that's my problem another uh comment came in from Megan in Missouri and Megan left me a sweet voice but I'm not going to play but Megan I just wanted to say that we my husband and I both loved that message that you left so thank you for doing that next one comes from Cynthia in Millington Tennessee and she writes, Heidi I have been shopping in the county next door because they didn't have a mask mandate but they reinstated one December 8th and it goes till January 31st you know, maybe, uh, Cynthia, you're gonna get real lucky and you're gonna have a governor like mine and you could have it indefinitely. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, I'm really starting to suffer from depression and anxiety because I feel like I can't get out and go shopping or do much of anything. What suggestions do you have to help beat those feelings down? So we talked about this last week and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again. My strong recommendation is that you hang out with like-minded people. Find people who are going to love you and encourage you and uh you know maybe you guys need to start shopping in in you know groups. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Find some place that you can go that you know that they actually respect the law. And so you know, people that are saying, well, you have to wear a mask in a place of a public accommodation. If you guys are watching The Healthy American at all, you know, this isn't true. These are people who don't know the law. These are law officials. And unfortunately, law enforcement, many of them, I'm watching, you know, videos coming in and out of my feed that are saying, you know, these guys are, you know, yanking people out of Whole Foods and yanking them out of Trader Joe's and yanking them out of Costco. And you're right, it is depressing. And so what we have chosen to do in our family, A, I just don't shop anywhere that I have to wear a mask except for I think I told you guys I had a $400 credit at Costco and I was like it's either I go in there and I play the dumb little game or I lose my 400 bucks well I don't have 400 bucks to lose right now <laughs> so I put a mask on and I did the thing and you know the spear in there is suffocating It just was absolutely suffocating. I couldn't wait to get out of there, you know, and I think this is, this is the way a lot of people feel right now. So again, I'm going to turn you, you know, you're talking about suffering from depression and anxiety. Please listen to the question I answered last week about essential oils and essential and anxiety and depression. Watch what you eat. Watch what you listen to. Be careful what you put inside your spirit. All right, what's inside your soul, what you allow yourself to listen to and uh, the things that you dwell on, right? We need to be in the word. And so that would be my encouragement to you. Hang in there, uh, Cynthia, it's gonna be okay. Listen, we've read to the end of the book, you guys. We already know how this thing is gonna turn out, all right? This one came in from Caroline in Florida. Hey, Heidi, recently my senior pastor preached and he used the opportunity to shame people who didn't wear masks. He shamed us for rebelling against the CDC and said he had put too much work into his congregation for us to be acting like this. What are your thoughts on this? Our junior pastor doesn't feel the same way and he says that masks are stupid. Well, moment of silence, Caroline. (laughs) I can hardly do this anymore, you guys. It's making me sad. First of all, the moment my pastor shames me for, you know, quote, rebelling against the CDC, I will find another church. And that's just how it is. I will find another church. This is wrong on a hundred different levels. Like I said before, it demonstrates an incredible lack of discernment and uh, the science is not there to back it up. The masks are causing us to be sick. They're causing us to be emotionally sick. We're, it's causing spiritual sickness. And you can see this reflected in your pastor. And uh, it makes me sad. And that's my thought on it. You know, honestly, I know some of you guys are like, I can't believe it. You guys, it is almost February. It's almost February. We know a lot about the Rona now. A lot of people going out and they're getting the vaccine. Heidi St. John will not be getting the vaccine. And you know what? That free country, get the vaccine if you want to. But this idea that pastors would shame their congregations because they don't, wear a mask, and he's telling you he put too much work into you for you to be acting like that, I just, mm, wow, I don't know. I um. I can't even imagine in a hundred years uh, my pastor Jeremy getting up and t- saying that to his church. Why? Because he loves his people in his church for one thing, and he knows he's not the king of them. He's a shepherd. And so it sounds to me like your pastor is acting less like a shepherd and more like a king. So uh, there you go. Uh, This one came in from Shannon from Central Virginia. She said, Heidi, I love all of your books and the monthly Bible studies are rocking my world. Thank you to you and Jay and your team for all you do. Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate that. My question is, with so many Bible teachers failing recently, Who do you study? What teachers are out there who are still credible? Thank you. So Shannon, that's a great question. I am a huge fan and uh, have been forever and ever of Kay Arthur. I think she has been solid all the way through this thing. I love her Bible studies. She actually has really great, you know, really uh, written some great stuff for kids with regard to studying the end times. And she is really the person who took inductive Bible study, turned it into Precepts International. I took inductive when I was a student at Multnomah School of the Bible years ago. It's a wonderful way to study the Bible. And a lot of what I learned from from K. Arthur and a lot of what I learned at Multnomah is what you're gonna see reflected in the studies that we write at MomStrong International. So I would encourage you to check out MomStrong International. I love listening to Pastor Jack Hibbs. Uh, he is the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills in Southern California. Rob McCoy, another Calvary Chapel guy, in uh, Southern California, in Thousand Oaks, I think it is. Um, of course, my friend Pastor Phil Hopper. I love listening to him. Very relevant. These guys are are not running from what's happening in the culture. My husband and I attend a church called Radiant in Camas, Washington. Jeremy Carmichael is a senior pastor there, and uh, you know, there's a lot of wonderful pastors out there. The ones that you are seeing falling are celebrities. Have you guys noticed that? So like I said, you know, a couple of months ago, you know, Andy Stanley's of the world, run for your life. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, I think once we give celebrity to pastors and they love the celebrity and they start acting like celebrities, then you wind up with things like Hillsong. And it's, it grieves me, and I think it grieves the heart of God. But are they grounded in the word? Go and look and see what's on their website. What do they say about the work and person of Jesus Christ? What do they say? If you go to a church's website and they're more about the social gospel than the gospel, run for your life. There's a lot of ways that we can actually check out who we're learning from. And it doesn't matter. I mean, they might be the shiniest, slickest speaker on the face of the earth. And if they're not discerning, you don't wanna sit under that person's leadership. And so when it comes to women, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Kay Arthur and she's been around for a long time. But her stuff is still really great and you can still get it. And uh, also, um, if you're not a member at MomStrong International, I would really, really encourage you to do that. All right, one more question. And I know we're going over today, you guys, but I literally have hundreds of questions uh, in the queue. So I'm gonna try to get to this one more today. Uh, Hi, Heidi, thank you for all that you do. You're a blessing to us and we love to get our daily shot in the arm from your encouraging words. I have a question regarding my oldest child. My daughter is six years old and I'm concerned about some of her playing habits. My daughter is the type who really doesn't enjoy anything girlish. She's never liked Barbies or dolls and when she role plays with other little kids, boys or girls, she always insists on being the boy. Any casual fun talk by other adults about boys getting married someday or having their own babies. I just recently had a baby. So whether she wants to have a baby of her own someday seems to be a hot topic for adults with my daughter. Always brings a look of disdain to her face. We are a Bible believing family. We homeschool, and my daughter does have a genuine love for the Lord. I have not questioned or made an issue with her as I don't want her to think that this is an issue. However, subliminally, I tell her that God loves her and she is one of his beautiful creations. I remind her she is his precious daughter. Honestly, she reminds me of a little Joe March from Little Women and I can't help but think that if things weren't as they were in the culture, I would not be as concerned. I, as you have raised seven children and have met many mothers in your speaking career, I wanted to know if my daughter's behavior is common and I'm simply letting the gender craze confusion culture get into my head. Okay, so yes, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's, that's my short answer to your sort of long question. And can I just say right now for the seven children that Jay and I have raised, they all are very, very different. I have, I have one or two of my girls are very, very girly. I definitely have a little Joe March in my family, my daughter Summer. Wouldn't you say Jay? I'm looking at my hubby. She's a lot like that. I mean, this girl can, I mean, she could change the brakes on your car and make a mean pot of soup. She's just very industrious. She likes to do industrial things. And the truth is if we weren't uh, all messed up in the culture right now. You would just let your little girl be a girl, and you wouldn't be worried about what's happening to her uh, with regard to her uh, development as a as a girl. We don't girls don't have to be super feminine to be girls and to grow up to be wonderful wives and wonderful mothers. I was a tomboy. I mean, I was the girl who was uh, out riding horses and uh, playing with my brother and his funds and climbing trees and building forts and playing with Legos and Matchbox cars and Lincoln Logs. And nobody ever said to me, man, Heidi, I wonder if you might be a boy. Do you ever feel like you're a boy? I'm so glad I did not grow up in 2020 or 2021, which 2020 seems to be bleeding into 2021 right now. So I think just let it go. Pray for her. You're doing the right thing by telling her how beautiful she is and how God has made her so beautiful. And and that that would be true whether she was a girl or whether she was a boy. So don't allow the adversary to steal your joy. All right. We want to teach our children that God made us male and female in his image, that we have roles to play in the culture that are unique. But there are lots of things that uh, young girls do that I think we're just, we're tripped up by because of the, uh, the transgenderism and the LGBT community, which has just you know, absolutely infiltrated the culture and infiltrated our schools to make, make all of us feel like, gosh, maybe I'm doing something. You're not, you're not doing anything wrong. Just keep loving on her. I wouldn't worry about it one iota. Um, and just thank God that he's given you a daughter to raise and then love her in the best way that you can. And you guys need to remember this. Your children will grow up and they will make their own decisions. They will make their own decisions and we love them anyway. And it's all right to be concerned, but not to the point of allowing the adversary to steal your joy, all right? So if it was me, you just described a girl that seems completely normal to me. So I wouldn't worry about it at all, all right? Uh So that's it, you guys. I've got some more questions, but I'm gonna wait till next time. If you've got questions that you would like me to address at Mailbox Monday, shoot them to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday, or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash John forward slash message. And uh, we would love to hear from you. That's where you leave voicemails. You guys, thank you so much for praying for us. I will be uh, talking specifically this week, obviously, about what's happening in Washington, D.C. We're gonna come back tomorrow and we're gonna talk about the news and we're gonna talk about some things that you guys have been asking me with regard to politics and where I think we're going from here. I wanna encourage you as we we sort of uh, head out of the podcast today, God is not done. I'm gonna keep saying it, God's not done. Our our job as Christians hasn't changed the message of the gospel more important now than it's ever been. And we see, you know, evil at work in the culture. We can see that we're definitely coming into some difficult times, but God is on his throne, you guys. And the Bible is clear. We have seen this thing. We've seen it play out to the end. Tomorrow, I'm gonna answer a question about whether or not a COVID vaccine could be the mark of the beast. You guys are sending in some really good questions. But in the meantime, I want you to be encouraged. Love your people well today. Wives, love your husbands. Husbands, love your wives, love your children. Be thankful for what God has given you and lean into his word. Spend time in his word today. Spend time with your families. You will never be sorry that you invested in the things which God has given you to do, all right? We love you guys. Have a great day and I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.